This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, I kind of rolled my eyes when people were like, oh, who got snubbed? Because it feels like such like a big talking point. But here's the bottom yeah. line, and we are going to talk about it, so maybe I should be rolling my eyes at myself. Uh, but still, <laughs> it is an all-star game. There are usually mm-hmm. so many good candidates that, like, somebody's going to be left out. I think yeah. this is probably the the biggest statement when it comes to the NBA because there's only five guys who can make the first team. So it's just a matter of, yeah, you can have a great season, but there are only so many spots. And we hear this all the time from people Mm -hmm. who are like boomers and millennials, not even millennials, probably the generation before that. They're like, well, everybody can't get a participation trophy. And that's how it feels like when people are like, oh, well, this person got snubbed. Well, maybe be better. Uh, yeah, I I totally agree with you there. I mean, you just you just never know, and 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 you're right in that there's just a finite number of spots available. Now, so every now and then, even though that's that's a fair point, every now and then you will see an egregious snub. You'll say like, "Hey, this person, this athlete, regardless of sport, is having an incredible year, and this is a real travesty that this athlete did not get acknowledged." But on the whole, every single year we're always going to see snubs or quote unquote snubs. Do you know what I mean? Like you just, there's mm-hmm. no way everyone who is having a, an all-star worthy year is going to get acknowledged. So unfortunately it's part of the process. There'll be an outlier from time to time, but on the whole, you're right. No matter what you do, if you replace one guy for another, then all of a sudden the guy who would have been starting, then you'll say, well, he got snubbed. So it's really It's really a no-win situation when you're trying to fill out an all-star roster. Even though there is one player who is stirring up controversy because if you just look at the numbers alone, this player probably deserves to be on the all-star list or at least in the all-star reserves. But here's Mm -hmm. the thing. The players have a say on who gets on the reserve list, you know, if you don't get voted in. And it Mm -hmm. feels like some of the players are blackballing said player out of the process. And that guy's name is Fernando Tatis Jr. This guy is top 10 in OPS among outfielders in the National League, but the black cloud floating over him is that he missed a lot of games because he was suspended for PED usage. And now he says that this is because he took some kind of 
supplement or medication for ringworm mm -hmm. that's his justification but i feel like his fellow players are not buying into this so i know that being snubbed and like snubs and all-star snubs is always a talking point but i feel like it is a valid one for fernando tatis jr we know this guy is an electric talent but it feels like there are some politics at play here even though i would say they're justified I, here's the thing, I, both things can be true and I understand the snub and I am not someone who ever support, I'm actually one of those people, which I know I'm in the minority here because people have come around, but I am not someone who believes that people who used PEDs in the steroid era deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I think it cheapens the game. That's a whole different argument. So I get the idea that if you have done something to enhance your performance, that just because you come back and everything's fine now, there is going to be some, there's just going to be some blowback there. So I understand mm -hmm. that. I will also say that now if, if he's clean and apparently he is, he's taking tests, right? Everything's fine now. He has delivered. If you're just looking at the numbers, then there's no question he belongs on the team. So just putting his history aside, I understand the blowback there, but if we're just looking at numbers, he absolutely belongs. Oh, for sure. The numbers across the board are not the problem. 16 home runs this season, 44 RBI, and an OPS of 865, which is uh, one of the better OPSs for outfielders in the National League. But I will say this. The field was pretty deep because two guaranteed spots are definitely going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. from uh, the Braves, who is a shoe-in for the MVP as of right now. And then you look at Corbin Carroll, who's doing it on the base pass. He's having an incredible season for the Arizona Dimebacks. So there's not that many spots open. But I think the argument was, okay, like maybe he's not a starter, but he at least deserves mm -hmm. to be in the reserves for the All-Star game. But here's the thing about baseball. Doesn't it feel like one of the more petty sports when it comes to things like this? Like we know that the Baseball Hall of Fame is one of the toughest ones to get into mm -hmm. because it's the writers. And the writers are just so clingy to some of these beliefs and they hold grudges. So it just feels like this is the case. Yeah. The other players are holding grudges. And listen, if you're cheating and it's actually the case, you know, if he actually is taking these PEDs to better himself, I would feel like this too. Yeah, absolutely. And also I, I think that when you go back to the Astros cheating scandal a little bit, players are naturally sensitive about that. And why? Because the players weren't punished, mm -hmm. right? They got to move on business as usual. You keep your world series rings, no big deal. So yes, I understand that Fernando Tatis Jr. Served a suspension, but particularly because going back to that Astros incident, it left such a bad taste, even to this day in so many players mouths that Anytime someone cheats the game in any way, I think there's naturally, it's almost like being triggered, right? You're like, oh, I'm not, I am not going to deal with anyone who is cheating the game again. I watched this happen and nobody got punished. So I'm going to punish you personally. So I think that probably some of that residual emotion goes into this as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Oh, for sure. It's kind of like when people were booing some of the Astros players that weren't even on the team when that whole cheating mm-hmm. scandal was going on. It's just residual damage. But uh, I will say this. It does suck for the fans a little bit just because mm-hmm. you are being um, taken. A- the star power is not there as much when you don't have somebody like Fernando Tatis Jr., who is one of the most electric players in the game. And I'll say this. The All-Star game this year, it would have had a ton of star power, but a ton of these guys are hurt, which sucks. Mm-hmm. You look at Clayton Kershaw, he's hurt. Aaron Judge is hurt. Jordan Alvarez is hurt. Shane McClanahan is hurt. Mike Trout just got injured. And also Shohei Otani is dealing with a blister, so he's probably not going to pitch in the All-Star game, but I would imagine he at least gets in, in a bat or two. The only other snubs that I could think of are still going to be replacements. So like they're going to be in the game or at least – at the field uh, because Wander Franco was one that kind of stood out to me for the Tampa Bay Rays. His numbers don't necessarily jump off the page, but he's somebody that if you watch him, like he is electric on the base pass and he Mm -hmm. is incredible when playing the shortstop position. So I think that is a good one that at least he's included in some way. Jenks, is there anybody that you felt like was left out or do you think it's a pretty solid roster? I think it's a pretty solid roster, but I think that Paul Goldschmidt probably deserves yeah, that was a, big a look, deserved a look. And if you look at his numbers, just his baseline numbers, he's batting 288, 15 home runs, 46 RBI. And whether you like it or not, reputation is a part of this game. Look at Mike Trout. Mike Trout, you could make an argument that based on numbers alone, I know he's not going to play now that he's injured, but he got the start over some players who probably deserved it more than he did based on numbers alone. And so reputation, like it or not, is a part of this process. And Paul Goldschmidt certainly has that reputation. These are strong numbers. I feel like he could absolutely make the case for belonging on the squad. Yeah, I think his reputation actually hurts him because he has been so good that this almost feels like a down year for him. Because Mm -hmm. when he's hitting, like last year he won the NL MVP because his numbers were just unreal. So when he comes back down into orbit in this mm-hmm. stratosphere, people are like, oh, well, he's having a down year. He doesn't deserve to be an all-star because he's had so many great seasons as a hitter. Speaking of hitters, let's talk about the home run derby uh, because I feel like most people don't tune in to the all-star game, but there's certainly going to be the eyeballs there for the home run derby. So we've got the field. We've got Randy Rosarena of the Tampa Bay Rays. Randy Pete Alonzo, who we all know. Exactly. Pete Alonzo, the <laughs> polar bear who takes this probably too seriously. We know he lives for the home run derby. Adley Rutschman, the young catcher for the Orioles. Vladdy Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who we know has some pop in his bat. Mookie Betts from L.A. And Julio Rodriguez, who definitely gave uh who was it Juan Soto last year a run for his money Mm -hmm. but it wasn't uh Julio Rodriguez did not win it last year but put on a great show and also he's going to be the hometown guy this is in Seattle and it's at a very pitcher friendly park in Seattle uh it's actually Mm -hmm. one of the more run suppressing parks in all of Major League Baseball so that makes me think that you have to take one of the big boys, somebody who mm-hmm. can hit it a mile, somebody who's going to have a lot of endurance. And also, I'm looking at some of the arguments that people are making for and against uh, some of these players and some people saying, oh, well, Julio Rodriguez doesn't have great numbers in games this year. 
this is a completely different contest. <laughs> it doesn't right. matter what your numbers are against great pitching because you have somebody throwing to you that's going to help you hit it. And that's factored in yes. as well. How many times have you taken somebody only to realize that their pitcher for the home run derby is terrible? This absolutely plays a factor. I'm still going with Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, it's not like he's facing Shohei Otani on the mound. No. <laughs> it, 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 that's not comparable. When you say it doesn't have, that's, that's not comparable at all. This is batting practice in every way, shape, and form. Talk about big boys. I like Pete Alonzo in this one. He's a big yeah, boy. Yeah, that's a good pick. Launching them out at a monster rate. And I think he is, we pay attention to him. Certainly he's in the all-star game for a reason, but the Mets have been such a disappointment. I think we've slept a little bit on the fact that he leads the national league in home runs. And you just have to have that raw power when you're talking about playing there in a stadium that, as you mentioned, is pitcher friendly. So I'll take one of those boys that can just mash. I think Pete Alonzo is probably going to be my guy, but I like Julio Rodriguez because there is something about playing in your home park. And certainly when you talk about talent, his talent is not a question especially for the home run derby because it's a special kind of talent and there's some strategy right. involved when it comes to endurance and your swing. So Pete Alonzo, we know he takes this very seriously. The odds are not out just yet, but I bet that he's going to be the favorite. The polar bear from New York. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.